Hey everybody, you're listening to Spartan Crazies with Ryan and Tim. Uh, so today we're going to talk about the new defensive coordinator hire for MSU, Scotty Hazelton. Uh, we're going to review the Iowa and Maryland games from last week and preview the Penn State and Ohio State games coming up this week. Go through another general outlook of how the Big Ten is looking for the race for the title and make our picks for this week's games. So I'm going to start out by talking about Scotty Hazelton. Um... Pretty, ex- I, I'm pretty excited about this hire. Uh, everywhere he has been as an defensive coordinator, he has improved. They have improved markedly. Um, I, as some of you may know, Cody Tucker. Uh, he used to write uh, for the LSJ. Uh, he's a big Wyoming guy. He runs his own Wyoming site now. Uh, but he said MSU fans should be really excited about this hire. Uh, Scotty Hazelton started out in FBS at Wyoming as a DC uh, and was hired in 2017. So before Iowa, uh, before Hazleton was hired at Wyoming, these are their S&P ranks for their defense. 2015, 119th, 2016, 116th. Hazleton was hired in 2017 uh, and they were 36th. And in 2018, they were 41st. So, and then he went on to Kansas State for next season, uh, and they improved from 61st to 47th. So, and I believe he turned down a couple jobs uh, to go elsewhere. Uh, MSU was able to open up the checkbook and bring him to East Lansing. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited about this hire. I think he's going to be pretty solid. I th- he ran a... Uh, 4-3, which is what MSU ran under D'Antonio. He ran that at Kansas State and Wyoming. So I think MSU might wind up sticking with a 4-3, even though there was rumors about going to a 3-4 because that's what uh, Coach Tucker ran at Colorado. But, yeah, I think – I mean, I think this year's defense is going to take a step back regardless just based on all the talent they lost. But um, – this is a good hire. I feel like the defensive staff wound up really good. Um, they want they have three guys on their staff now with defensive coordinator experience, um, and it's 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 a really good staff. I mean, you have uh, Mike Tressel who stayed on and was obviously the defensive coordinator the last two years at MSU. He stayed on as the linebackers coach. He's had some really good linebackers come through when he was the linebackers coach. Guys like Greg Jones, Max Bulla, Denikos Allen, Tuan Jones, Darian Harris. I can go on and on and on and keep on naming guys. Eric Gordon. I mean, lots of great players under Coach Tressel at the linebacker position. I think that uh, it's going I – th- I think you, you should expect there to continue to be great linebacker play at MSU with him in charge of the linebackers. Uh, Harlan Barnett came back, obviously didn't work out that great at Florida State as the defensive coordinator for the last two years, Um, but he was a pretty good defensive coordinator at MSU. They were solid under him, and he is an elite defensive backs coach. Look at the guys he's coached. Two first-round picks, Trey Waynes, Darquez Denard. Uh, Johnny Adams was a good DB. I mean, he kind of fell off his senior year, but other than that, he was really – he was a solid – Salad corner, um, Curtis Drummond, Isaiah Lewis, um, lots of great defensive backs have played under him. I expect guys like Kalen Gervin and 
Xavier Henderson to take a big step forward under his tutelage. Uh, I expect the defensive back play to improve. I mean, I think that uh, Paul Haynes, I don't think he was a bad coach, but I think he was definitely a step down from what Harlan was able to do. So I'm excited to see the young guys under him, uh, see how they improve. And obviously Ron Burden, who is just a great defensive line coach, uh, this is all, all this stuff is coming from Will Hunter's timeline, by the way. Go give him a follow. Uh, he's really good. Him and Matt Sheehan have a really good podcast called Locked On Spartans. Um, and Ron Burden, obviously, is just a really good, uh, he, he's a great defensive line coach. I mean, just look at the guys he's brought through. I mean, Shalee Calhoun, Marcus Rush played under him. Um, got Mike Ponishuk. Uh, Kenny Wilkes went from walk-on to All-American. Um, you got guys like Raquan Williams. Uh, Craig Evans, when he was here, was really good. Malik McDowell was, a, was I mean, he disappointed, but he was really good his sophomore year. Um, Damon Knox, I mean, I can keep on going, going and going on a great defensive lineman. He is coach. Really glad he stayed and didn't go to Indiana. So, and obviously, Mel Tucker was Georgia's 2017-2018 defensive coordinator. So, defensive staff is great. I mean, I got some questions about the offensive staff, but I'm willing to give those guys a shot. But the defensive staff is objectively really good. I am excited to see what they can do. So, that is my thoughts on football for this week. Uh, Dead period ended on Sunday, so expect some recruiting stuff. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks. I know that they brought some guys on campus, a big group from California, and three guys came away with offers. And Mel Tucker brought uh, – he, he actually got two of those guys to go to Colorado um, in this last year's class. So, I mean, MSU is definitely a bigger name a bigger name than Colorado. So, I mean, I, I would ex- – You'd think he pulls in a guy from there, at least in this class. So that's stuff to keep an eye on with recruiting, et cetera. So, uh, we'll, I mean, I'm sure recruiting will pick up a little bit, so we'll try to keep you guys updated on that. Uh, we're going to get into the Iowa and Maryland games from last week. So, Tim, go ahead and take it away. All right. Well, um, I don't even know how to kind of segue into this, Ryan. Um Finally, an objectively great week for Michigan State basketball. I'm not really sure if I can remember there being a seven-day period at all in this season that was as good as this past seven-day period. Um, Maybe you can correct me, but... That's um, pretty fair. So we're going to start with Iowa. Um, That game was Tuesday, I believe, right? Yep. Um, In the Breslin Center... We had some fun with Iowa fans on Twitter after this one. <laughs> but we won't even uh, entertain that for right now. It, let's just say they are a... Uh, they are very salty people. Well, that and just incredibly educated. Oh, no, totally. They are They are very... They're, they know everything about basketball. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> um, Iowa, good team. You know, we talked in the preview, and I think anybody that knows anything about college basketball this year is Luca Garza. So let's kind of zero in on, you know, this was 
a win for Michigan State. Um, ended up being eight points. Iowa kind of, you know, they they took the reins to start this game. They were in control. Um, and we'll get into kind of the exact reason why. But um, when it comes down to the f- final score and results, Luka Garza, 20 points. Now, that's good, right? Well, I don't know what his average is, but um, this was on 21 uh, attempts. field goal attempts. Yeah, and five of those being threes. Now, this number sticks out to me. I don't really – I know he had a lot of good looks, but he went 0 for 5 from three. Was he being challenged a lot? I'm not sure. I know there was at least one of those was wide open, but not exactly his night for shooting. Um, and uh, he goes 50% from two. I think that's probably pretty solid considering I think his two-point field goal is absurd. Um, 58%. Yeah, nearing 60%. Now, I'm pretty sure MSU just made that drop. Um, here's the deal. Xavier Tillman has pretty much shown and proven that you put up uh, you know, an elite offensive big against him, he's going to make him less look a little less elite. Um, and that's the best way to put it because, I mean, Luca Garza still got 20, right? Yep. Now, he got a ton of usage. Um, he, he had to work for everything, and he uh, was forced into a couple travels, maybe just one. I can't really remember if it was two or not, but... He was probably a little less effective than normal, considering it was just... 20 points, and he didn't even get a double-double, you know. Um, that's a good showing, especially considering Xavier Tillman got two ghost calls and basically didn't play the first half. And I remember when I saw the second foul, it was this really, really weak, I don't know if you remember, he kind of bounced into a guy, and it was totally not a foul, but they called it one. And he had to miss the rest of the first half because of Tom Izzo auto-benching his stars. You know, he's not going to do that to everyone, I don't think, even though it is a universal sort of rule. But Tillman goes out like the 12.40 mark, 12 minutes 40 left in the first half, and I thought, oh boy, this is not going to be good. He didn't get to, you know, especially when the other team has Luca Garza, you need Xavier Tillman. Um, so he basically doesn't play the first half, and MSU really just kind of hangs on for dear life. Halftime score is 33-27. Um, Cassius Winston makes a half-court shot that is just after the buzzer. Pretty cool, though, to see that. And then in the second half, you know, Tillman gets to play. Um, a couple of other guys have great performances. Rocket Watts. The game of his career, I'd have to say, right? I mean, he was a stud, 21-point career high for him. He was making every little play. It was pretty impressive, the amount of confidence he has, considering where he's been. Um, I mean, this kid's got some swagger to him, for sure. Aaron Henry, you know, 17 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal. This is a stat line you want to see, especially against a ranked um, opponent at NCAA tournament team, 100%. Um, 
you need these side guys, and this is what we've talked about. You get Cassius and Tillman. Who else is coming? They need someone else to come. Well, between Aaron Henry and Rocket Watts, they get 38 points. I don't know, Ryan. Would you take that? <laughs> I'm probably going to take that every game. They're probably going to win every game, yeah. if that's the case. Actually, it would be the case, but it's not going to happen every game. Um, you know, and that was basically the bulk of the scoring. Cassius Winston, the MVP still. We say all this. He goes four for five from three. Um, and this is, mind you, a pe- after a pedestrian first half from Cassius. I don't remember. Do you remember the stat? He had like something like four points or something yeah, really crazy well at half. half. And uh, reports are that Izzo really got into him at halftime and told him, like, they need you. And he came out first bucket of the half, second half, same hitting a three. And it just poured in from there. I mean, vintage cash, awesome to see. I think they just kind of just had a little more juice in the tank than um, Iowa. Played a little bit better defense, probably. Because you know what? Iowa came to play. Ryan Creener, I said I didn't think he was very good. He had a great, he had 18 a good points. Um, I said uh, Connor McCaffrey, pretty not good. He was solid out there. I mean, he's not like ever going to be a superstar, but Connor McCaffrey was incredibly composed against Michigan State, and his uh, jump shot was smooth and confident as it gets. Um, even if his uh, you know, averages aren't amazing, he looked pretty – I mean, he brought what they asked of him. So they gave uh, MSU some of their best shots, and um, MSU just had a little bit more toughness there at the end, just a little bit more. Um, it couldn't be done, though, without the performances of Rocket Watts and Aaron Henry. I mean, specifically Rocket, because Aaron is sort of expected of him, especially him being a sophomore. Yeah. Rocket just brings this dog that you can't really teach, you can't really buy, you just have it or you don't, and he clearly has it. And this kid's a freshman, watch out. Seriously. Um, I don't know, is there anything else you want to say about this game? Uh, huge win for MSU, especially in the position that they're in. Um, race for the Big Ten title, you know, still on the table here, which I can't believe, kind of. Yeah. I had almost, well, I pretty much did entirely give up hope on that at after the Maryland loss at uh, Breslin. Even though I knew it was mathematically possible, it was you know, going to take some winning out, if you will. And, well, two games away from winning out. But we'll get there. Um, anything else to add? Yeah, pretty much covers it, I think. That Iowa is a good team. I would have... You know what? If MSU had to go down to Carver-Hawkeye, I would be <laughs> very worried about that game. Um, especially considering they did not have C.J. Frederick, who is a good shooter for them. Iowa definitely missed him. Shot 22% from three. Yep. Um, but don't get it you know, confused. Michigan State, their opponent's three-point shooting against them, uh, 28.4%. Sixth in the country. If you think that's a mistake on a <laughs> Tom Izzo team that – is all about defense, then maybe you're just slow. I don't know what else to say about that. Okay? So, MSU makes you work for it. And there's been a couple of games now where you might say they're missing open shots, but teams are not shooting well against them. Um, Hard to think that coaching isn't involved here. It's hard to think that for me. All right, we're going to move on to Maryland. Very fresh in our minds. (sighs) This... 
Ah, man. I don't... I'm at a loss for words. This one was big, Ryan. It was great. What do you think? It was a... Man, that was a huge... They needed to win that game. If they wanted any chance of winning a Big Ten title, they just went and destroyed them. I mean, that... Other than Maryland coming back and tying the game, like, in the middle of the second half, in the middle of the first half. Yeah. I mean, this game was a straight blowout, like, from start to finish almost. It was it was impressive. I, I did not expect that to happen at all. Did it? Did they tie? They tied it at 23, and then MSU went on 7-0 around. Okay. You know, because I remember thinking MSU never trailed. They did not trail. Okay. Yeah. Start to finish. You know, right away it was 9-0. Game ended 12 points. That's pretty much the margin. of The working margin of the game was around there, between 9 and 12. Um, Maryland definitely had the crowd behind them. I mean, that place wanted to mm-hmm. explode. Every time they got a bucket, it was all this built-up, you know, emotion. Um, and this was a big one for Maryland. You have to understand, they haven't won an outright conference championship in something like 16 years. Yeah, they, they weren't um, in the Big Ten then, obviously. They were in the ACC. Right, and they're, this is an avid fan base. They're desperate for something. And they could have sealed... Um, at least a share. At least a share, which, you know, it's the same as winning one. It's nicer if you don't have to share, but the banner's the exact same that hangs in the rafters. Uh they were hungry for this, these fans. And, um, I, you know, I heard people were camping out and stuff. You know, just really, really excited for this game. And they should be. You know, their team is playing great. They have a chance to do some good stuff this year. But um, I think what you saw was the team in black, I should say, um, was definitely hungrier. Um, in most of the ways that you can be. Um... 50-50 balls, rebounds, um, defense. They wanted it more in Michigan State. And that's sort of the X factor that's been missing from them. Um, you could say it's the chip on the shoulder. You could say it's some people realizing, you know, they've got to play for Cassius because his time is coming to a close. Whatever elements they are, Michigan State looked hungrier. They had, you know, just that element that you can't, put on a stat sheet. Um, there's a couple of performances. Malik Hall, obviously, he didn't miss a shot except for one free throw, but he went five or six from free throw. I mean, yeah, that's good. But doesn't miss a shot. Goes 16 points, six rebounds. They needed him. But t- could they have won the game without him? Maybe. Um, but in this one, his um, appetite for the ball... For finishing, sort of a spark, I think. Um, just like mentally. Because now you're getting like a little extra from this fifth position. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Henry came to play again. He had nine points. Missed a couple of shots. But I'm, you're seeing the stat sheets all filled up. It, four rebounds. Three assists. One block. And it was a huge block against Sticks yep. in crunch time. One steal. Um they needed Aaron. Uh, I want to give a special shout-out to a guy who didn't register a point. But, man, Thomas Kithier had some big rebounds. 
I mean, some of them, I'm not sure if they counted them, where he, like, tips them to Michigan State. I don't know if that counts. But, you know, a couple of possessions, MSU got points just because Thomas Kidd there. Because he worked harder for a rebound. And he's had stretches that were tough this season. Kyle Arns came, comes in and he hits threes. That's what was asked of him. He goes two for five. That's 40%. Um, I mean, his, his three-point average has got to be shooting up. Let's see. Kyle's shooting 41% from three. That actually feels right because I don't know about you. When Kyle shoots, he's often finding himself pretty wide open. He's making a lot of them. Yep. It's not like weird to think, oh, he's he might hit this yeah. because he is hitting them. It means the average is over forty percent. Cassius has been <laughs> a flamethrower. I mean, in this game, he start to finish. You could feel his um, sort of presence on the game. Um, his presence mostly in this one was just huge offensively, hitting threes, making it look easy, making um. Well, actually, very struggled heavily from the floor. Um, but he was pushing it, dishing it, had six assists. Cassius, not the MVP of the game on Ken Palm, but I don't know. He was my MVP against Maryland. I, I feel like he was the guy most dangerous out on the court. But let's examine the player that did win MVP of this matchup on Ken Palm, and that's Take a wild guess, Ryan. Xavier Tillman. Yeah. Um, 14 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 blocks, 1 steal. This dude is like the MVP of the league. I mean, he's like doing this all the time now. I know you. some people would be like, that's blasphemous. But in a serious note, Tillman has got to be... Right there for one of the most important players to his team in the, the league. Um, because you've seen his fills the entire stat sheet every game. Yep. What would you do? What would they do if they took him off the team? MSU would just be terrible, it seems like. Um, that's sad to say because he does go off the court sometimes. Um, you know, Gabe Brown has kind of disappeared. I, don't, I think maybe it was just Rocket was playing so well on defense. You know, because there's a difference when you have Rocket on the court and Gabe. And I think it's the defensive end. I think Rocket is just a way better lockdown defender. Gabe Brown gets beat sometimes. Even though Gabe can rebound much better or should be able to. Um, Rocket, I mean, there were reports that he wanted to be on Cowan. He, He wanted that challenge. He wanted to shut him down. And Anthony Cowan... 13 points, 0 for 3 from 3-point, and trust me, Rocket was draped on him when he was on him. Um, 6 for 12 from the you know, 2-point. He had a pretty average game for uh, Collins' standards. Sticks kind of did his thing. He was a beast. Yeah, he had a good game. Um, I mean, he made both of his threes, and they were convincing. <laughs> Nothing but net. 12 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks. He's going to be a pro. NBA players tend to do that. Yeah. And uh, the NCAA. I, uh, I remember uh, I was I was I watched Turgeon's press conference. He was talking about how they're lacking a lot of depth. And he's kind of right. I mean, they only 
played what eight guys looks like um yeah eight guys i mean that is that's what they've been running um i think a guy that i want to point out i said in the preview a person that made a huge impact and they needed him in the first matchup eric ayala in this one three points missed all his threes uh, his three points were only off of free throws. Uh, one rebound. One assist. Two turnovers. Pretty, um... And this is a starter. Pretty much non-factor in this one. They lose by 12. I don't think that's a coincidence. Um, you have to consider the fact that MSU did have a little bit of a revenge card to play here. Um, and trust me, they wanted to go in and ruin their game day. Ruin everything for their fans, just like they did to us. Um, And you just saw it. I mean, mentally, MSU won this one from the jump. It was... They started out 14-2, I think. Yeah, no, I mean, now MSU was hitting everything, but they were hitting open shots. They were running down the court. They were getting rebounds. They were just being, you know, one of the plays is Malik Hall... Just beat his man down the court and gets like a layup, which should have been an and one. Um, that was one of the first plays of the game. Uh, so yeah, um, this was pretty comprehensive from Michigan State. A lot of people have been throwing out the best game of the season for them. I've thought about this one a lot, and maybe I I feel like they really blew Wisconsin and Illinois out when they played at and Michigan at home. Yeah, now that's at home though, so yeah. people could just be like, "Well, this was on a different court." Sure, okay, it then that works. I'm not discounting this one because this was an awesome win. MSU was very convincing. Um, if you want to use some sort of cliches, they looked like the the team that was picked in the preseason. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So. I'm just saying that because I've seen that so many times. And I was like, okay, guys, because they won a big game. Anyway. Um, they won a game they weren't expected to win, I think is the thing. Well, this technically was the first time they weren't favored in Vegas all season. Yep. And they win. Undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, huge win. Arguably season-changing win. Um, because if not for a meltdown in East Lansing... MSU's on a five-game winning streak against really good teams, save one. Um, Now, they did lose that one, but they came back and they beat that team pretty convincingly, I would say. Um, So, you know, if you can ride that momentum, ride that confidence, Aaron Henry playing better at the right time, Rocket Watts playing better at the right time, Malik Hall, I've said this on Twitter, I think his... For now, I don't know. You know, it's not the time to tinker. I feel like he's winning his starting spot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the great thing is I think that that four spot, they can really allow them to rack up fouls because it's not – they have – that's the only position they have a bunch of depth at. It's not that big of a deal if, you know, Malik Hall fouled out. Um, fouled out with style, I would say, because he had a pretty good night. And the W. So, um, this is huge for them. Monumental. I don't want to get carried away because it's possible MSU goes 0-2 and then in this upcoming week, and then we're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, 
But man, when the clock strikes March, it's good to see this, I would say. Yep. All right, so we are going to move on to Penn State. Um, thing about this, this one is, you know, MSU has played Penn State. I was at the game. Were you? I was not. Okay, I couldn't remember. Um, solid team. I think they were at sort of in the middle of their peak. Not, I shouldn't say peak, but they were in a run. They were more like eight straight games. Yeah, or and MSU was eh at the time. Um, and this is important, truly, in basketball, you know, or in just sports in general. Like, who's hot? I would say um, Michigan State, a little hotter, probably. Fair to say. Penn State also got lost to Iowa on uh, Saturday, I believe. MSU won four of their last five. Could easily be on a five-game winning streak. Penn State, on the other hand. Rough stretch. They've lost three of their last four. And the win against Rutgers was down to the wire. They almost blew a big halftime lead. Um, and now they've got Michigan State come to town. And a Michigan State, might I add, that is definitely... Um, <laughs> you know, they have... All the reason to be hungry in this one. They have revenge. They've got a championship. They've got doubters. I mean, you can't really take too much away from you know recent results because it's college basketball. But if I were a betting man and somebody wanted to give me a straight up bet here, if you're, you're looking at this green and red with me, Ryan, there's a little more red of late for uh, Penn State. Um... I don't think we need to dive too deep. Because no, we already believed them. Yeah. Um, I think this is interesting. Penn State is favored by one on Ken Palm. Um, I think it's interesting because... Well, I guess it, uh, I guess it totally makes sense. They were... What was the line on... For Maryland, do you remember? Two. For Maryland, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, anyway... Ken Palm favored by uh, Penn State favored by one here. Um, I would note pretty important thing here. Myron Jones went absolutely crazy in the Breslin Center and is like Tom Izzo quote today almost beat us by himself. I mean that's from his presser. He hasn't been playing now. You could maybe attribute that that to their recent struggles, but he's supposed to be playing in this one. He he. Uh, I think he had the. F- yeah, illness or something. Yeah, I think the flu's right, but I can't remember. It's something like yeah. that. He got sick. I wanted to say mono, but I don't think that's... I don't know. <laughs> that's just funnier. <laughs> Let's just say it's mono. <laughs> um, yeah, Myron, I mean, just, you know, making out with too many girls at parties. <laughs> it's because he was hitting so many shots, and the girls come, and mono comes too. No, uh, on a serious note, I would... Literally jump out of my chair and cheer if we get the note that Myron Jones isn't playing in this one. Yep. Believe he is, though. But, man, he hurt us last time. Every time he jacked a shot, I was cringing. Um, he adds an absolutely deadly piece on the outside. Now, that being said, um, we kind of gloss over this. Um, Joe Wieskamp goes 0 for 5 for 3 against Michigan State. Who is guarding him? 
Aaron Henry. Yep. Aaron Henry does happen to have this effect on people. Um, I'm certain the way that Izzo talked about this, Myron Jones is going to have his own special, you know, scouting report on this one. Now, Lamar Stevens is probably one of the best players in the league. You could even argue the best player. Um, I don't think you would win the argument, but he's their guy. This Myron Jones guy, I mean, if he has a bad game, this you're hearing it right here now. That's MSU win because that's the difference. Um, I think that they can attribute or they can uh, account for other things, but just a shooter making shots. That's the that's the miscellaneous factor of basketball. It's like what happens there. So, um, you know, Bryce Jordan center or is it arena? A center. Okay. Not typically like an amazing venue, but I think they're like fourteen and two or something at home this year. They lost Illinois and Wisconsin, I think, at home. Like let's, two let's just say that's right. Um, I guess we could check, but they're a solid team. 20 in Ken Palm. I mean, they beat Michigan State and Breslin. I think they had a pretty good game that game. Um, MSU got a little something to prove here. At that moment in time, MSU, I think, was... Uh, they were more like... Feeling pretty good about themselves. Not like the highest of highs, but they are like, yeah, we'll... I bet you we can beat Penn State at home. Like, nobody beats us at home. Because right. they were undefeated at home when Penn State... Well, Duke beat them, but yeah. Oh, no, you're right. I, I kept saying undefeated at home in the Big Ten Conference. Yeah. That's what I meant. Um, yeah, and they sort of uh, punched MSU in the mouth. So, if we're going to go on just who's going to win this game, we'll do the spread after. Um, what do you think? I think MSU wins this game. I think it's a revenge factor. I think they are... They're gonna be really hungry to win this game. I just, I actually catch someone snapping a big game. I think MSU wins. Yeah, I, I have to agree on most of the just the, all of that and the sort of form in quotes. Michigan State's in better form. You know, they're that's sports is pretty simple sometimes when it comes down to that sort of thing, and um, I do think that they're going to get the the win tomorrow night. Um, that's at seven on ESPN. Uh, <laughs> um, now it was one point in Penn State's favor. What are you gonna pick there? I'm gonna pick MSU to cover one. Oh yeah, I guess because I picked them to win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even really thinking about it because it's only one point. Yeah. Um, same. I mean, that's just by definition there. Okay, we can move on to Ohio State. Oh, wait. No, I'm just kidding. Don't. I didn't say that. Cut that. <laughs> it's going to go on the podcast. No, I, trust me, I. If there's anybody that doesn't like Ohio State, it's this guy. Right I here. do not have a problem with Ohio State, but I understand why people hate them. Anyways. This is a team MSU has not seen this year. Um, a team that is number eight in Ken Palm. They have been playing really well lately, too. Playing very well. Let's. They're. Um, you know, they started out the season so hot. One of the best teams. And then had just a horrible slump. Four game losing streak. You know, DJ Carton was a very exciting player for them. I don't think he's even back. I don't think he is. I think he's back with the team, but not playing. I think from what I've heard. 
Um, but if you look, let's, how many is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In the last 10, they've lost two games. So eight and two in their last 10. In the Big Ten, yeah, I would say they're pretty back. And I think just like the beginning of the season, they're probably winning in the same way as um, they are now, which is defensively. You look at these scores, these teams didn't even, four straight games, teams didn't even score 60 on them. Um, Iowa's an offensive powerhouse, Maryland, great team. You see how many, they're holding these teams to less than 65 points, sometimes less than 60, and um, you're going to win a lot of basketball games that way. I'm guessing probably 80% of them, (laughs) which is what they're doing as of recently. Um, Ken Palm has liked Ohio State all season, and some people thought that was crazy at one point, Um, me being one of them. But I don't know, Ken Palm, he might have the last laugh here because – they're starting to look good. Um, I think it's a team you don't really want to have to play in March. I mean, I, I honestly coming into the season, I thought they were the second most team in the conference. So they definitely have pieces. Um, great coaching, good defensive team. Um, let's see, rebounding. They're definitely, according to Ken Palm, let's just go with they're definitely a good rebounding team. Um, and these are the sort of teams that give MSU issues. Um, from three-point, they're uh, 17th in the country at 37%. Compared to MSU, I'm going to give a guess at 35.4. Random guess. You were close. Whew. 35.2. Okay. Um, they're, you know, maybe like a couple of weeks ago or a month ago, you might have thought, okay, well, they'll probably win that game. Now, this is going to be a battle that's going to have to be earned. And um, it doesn't really matter... You know, honestly, at this point, I don't think, like, senior day stuff really matters because that almost helps the other team to be able to go out there and, like, ruin it for these fans on a special day. As being a former college athlete, I'll tell you, right, those sort of things are, like, what you can latch on to. It just kind of gives you, like, this spirit, this energy that you need to perform. Um, and on the flip side... Cash is playing his last game ever. Uh, you're going to be there? Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I've got tickets as well. Um, can't miss this one. Yep. Um, we have to see Cash us out. Are you going to cry? Probably. No, I'm just messing I probably up. will, man. I might, but I doubt <laughs> I'm just <messing laughs> It depends will. on how emotional it gets. But, you know, I might cry if we lose by 30. <laughs> um, you know, this is just a big one. This is a generational MSU player in terms of, like, what he's accomplished um, Cassius has been classy from be- just the very beginning. Clashes. That one works, I guess. <laughs> uh, you know, it's going to be hard to see him go. And what's crazy is it's just him and Kyle. Yep. That's it. So it's really going to be about Cassius in this one, I think. You know, everyone should appreciate what Kyle Arns has given. Basically his entire body. Yep. Um, I'm going to miss Kyle, but I think I'm... Probably going to miss Cash a little more. <laughs> and I think that Kyle is okay with that. Yeah. Um, this seemed very balanced. Exactly like Michigan State, actually. Um, they're top 20 in both offensive and defensive adjusted efficiency. Which is, you know, we've gone over this a bunch of times. Those are sort of like 
the barometers people have for teams that can like make a final four or win a national championship type thing. So um we can go through some of their most important players. Uh a lot of these guys were on the team last year. This is they brought back pretty much everybody. And so like if you're watching last year you remember, but we talked about DJ Carton. I'm pretty sure he won't be playing. He's not game. I don't think he's been back. Um it but I don't want to write it off completely because he could come back tomorrow for all I know, right? Yeah. I mean, he's not injured. Right. Um, physically. So we'll have to see. Uh, an actual new player that some people might be familiar with, but for a different reason, C.J. Walker. Came from Florida State, I believe. Big recruit. Um, transferred, technically. Uh, great player. He can be dangerous to them. Now, he's not really, like shooting so well but he is a great playmaker so um, ranked on Kenpon for assist rate he's just kind of solid doesn't really turn it over you know, that much um, now that being said he ha- has had some games where he's had those issues that was a stretch where Ohio State struggled as they were turning the ball over a lot more than they would want um, that's not typical of them um and then the rest of the team is really just like last year's team. Caleb Wesson, name that everyone recognizes. Big guy down low, always battle with Ward. That's going to be... He can pop out and shoot three every once in a while. Yeah, he's definitely going to hit a three against MSU. I shooting 43%. Right. Shoot. Okay. Yeah, I knew he was good. But I don't know. Exactly. I, I, it's not high volume, but... 43% yeah. from three. No, I almost guarantee he'll hit a three against the, yeah, uh, MSU. Probably. Um... That's going to be an awesome battle between him and Tillman. You're going to see some great matchup there. Uh, you've got his brother, Andre, who I think is a really great piece. He's shooting 44% from three. He's a, yeah, he's, he's a solid player. He's not as good as his brother, but they're different But players. they're totally different. Yeah. Um, different position, You know, different players altogether. He's a solid piece, and he can really in- inject life into their team. If you see him go off, well, that might not be good for State. Um Dwayne Washington's from Grand Rapids. I believe his teammates with X. Yes. Um, that is Tillman's buddy. They're good friends. You'll see them embrace of the game 100%. Um, he's a Michigan person. He wanted to go to Michigan State badly. Really wish they would have had room for him. They, he's a good player. They never offered him. Nope. Never got an offer. And I think I, if I were him, I would feel a little slighted by that. You know, The team he wanted desperately to get an offer from. From your host home state with your buddy, said no, and isn't that kind of strange how things have turned to where Ohio was, State's getting Michigan State's runoff? And uh, I mean, I don't want to bring this up, but I foster lawyer. I mean, kind of different players, but could add Dwayne Washington instead. But that was that's a different story. Yeah, it is, and you know what? I think Dwayne still has a lot of growing. Um, shoots really well, 40% from three. But he, I, you can easily see him get streaky. And this would be one where all the emotions, I could see him get Going very off. streaky. You know how many times he came to Breslin as, like, a fan? Okay. This is he not, visited, I don't know how many times. Yeah. This is not, like, a normal game for him. And you saw when Nick Ward went back to Columbus, how he, he struggled. Dominated. And he dominated. Well, well, no, well, the, the, the last game he played there, he dominated. Dominated, but... It, I think the first matchups were there was so much other stuff going yeah. on for him in his head. Um, I could, honestly wouldn't be shocked if we saw Dwayne Washington really struggle in this one. Um, 
they're going to key on key in on him because he's a shooter. Um, I don't really know much about EJ Liddell. He's not <laughs> good at shooting, really, but I don't really know much about his game. Haven't seen or studied a lot of him. Honestly, I haven't watched a ton of Ohio State. Uh, Kyle Young's a guy that, I mean, I don't know if he's going to play, though. I think he's been hurt. That's a question mark. He's a huge source of energy for them. MSU, MSU offered him. him. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... It was a guy that they saw something in, and you're going to see him get like a backdoor like dunk yeah. type thing. That They run that a lot. And then um, Kyle Arn's little brother. This is a great story, too. You know, you'll see them embrace as well. He's shooting great from three. I don't think he, like, he doesn't plays play that much. Yeah. No, but you might see him come in and get a three. It'd be cool to see them guard each other. That Honestly, there could be like a, like a under-the-table handshake between... Because I think that Tom and, um, what's his name? Uh, Chris Holtman. Yeah, Tom and Holman. I think they're chummy. I could see them, you know, sort of, you put in Kyle, I'll put in, <laughs> I'll put in Justin sort right. of thing. Um, that, and I skipped over him, but I really like this guy. He's really streaky, but Luther Muhammad, I think he's a pretty athletic guard. He's a really good defender. Yeah, and that's where you see him on the defensive end, you He's draped over people, athletic. When he is the one hitting the extra shots, it's kind of like Aaron Henry. You're, like, going to win the game. So, again, you see Luther Muhammad have a great, a big game. That's the kind of things that are damning for the chances of uh, Michigan State. Um, Ken Palm has this as a four-point win for Michigan State, it being on their home floor that that makes sense to me. Um, I guess MSU minus four, who do you got? And then give me your winner. Take OSU to cover, but I got MSU winning the game. So you think it's going to be that close? Oh, yeah. I hope it's not because I'd like to see Cash come off the floor and kiss the floor. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't want to pick MSU to win both games. Oh, man. You know what? I think that Ohio State might stun Michigan State. I'm going to take them to cover and win. Uh, but deep down inside of me, I know that MSU is playing really well. And if they, like, blew Ohio State out by, like, 15, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense, too. Right. So, I just... The timing, all of this, I hope it's just not too emotional for MSU. And I hope I'm very, very wrong. But the the games where, or the weeks where we both picked 2-0 haven't gone very well for us. <laughs> so that's why I'm letting you jinx us. <laughs> and I'm going to walk out with my head held high. Um, this is a clash of two good teams. You might just see the home team win with the home edge. You flip a coin on this one. Same for Maryland. Even though Michigan State kind of handled them, I felt that you know either one could really... Whoever had like that edge on that day. All right. So, I guess that's what we got for this one. Um, now, there is a race going on for um, the win- you know, Big Ten champion. Um, do you want to break that down for us, Ryan? Yeah. Let's see if you can... 
Yeah, just bring up the standings. Okay. Alright, so we mentioned earlier MSU is not you know, not only are they um, not out of the running to win the conference regular season championship, um, they're only a game behind. Go ahead, Ryan. All right, so Maryland's obviously alone in first place right now. They go to Rutgers, who kind of needs a win to kind of secure their tourney bid, bid, I feel. They go, they, they're playing there, and Rutgers has lost one game at the rack all season. Um, so that's... The game, I think that Maryland has the best chance of losing, and then they play at home against Michigan on Sunday. So, I I don't know if Maryland's going to lose a game. But if they win out, they win outright. Um, it's pretty simple. MSU's got to win out as well to have a shot at a share at least. Um, Illinois is – I didn't realize they were still in it either. Uh, they – have let's see who they have this week. They have they go to Ohio State and I and they play Iowa at home. So I think they're gonna lose at least one game. Probably. Um and then Wisconsin actually their schedule isn't I mean it's not that tough. They play at I believe they go to Northwest I can't remember if it's a home game or they or I know they don't play Northwestern. I can't remember if it's a home game or an away game though. They should win that game regardless, obviously. But um, they they get them at home, so they're going to win that game. They're going to beat Northwestern, but... They go to Indiana on the road on Saturday. Now, Indiana's fighting yeah, they to need, make the they, tournament. Yeah, they yeah. need to win this. Um, so, go Hoosiers. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sh- honestly just shocked that Wisconsin's in this race. Like, I can't help but feel like MSU has allowed them. Yeah. Because they blew that game yeah. at Wisconsin, which was without Brad Davison, which was just very annoying. But, yeah, so yeah. that's basically how it crumbles. Maryland wins out. They win outright. Uh, MSU's got to win the rest of their games because I don't think Maryland's going to lose two games. So, um, yeah, there's four teams still alive. In reality, I mean, Iowa and Penn State are technically still alive, but I, I would be absolutely shocked if any of them get a share. So, yeah, that's pretty much the Big Ten race. MSU's got to win them. They're, I mean, we said after the Maryland game that to have a shot, they had, the, the, the Maryland game they lost, they had to have a shot, they'd have to win out, and basically that's what it is. So that pretty much covers that, I think. Let's make picks for this week's games. All righty. Okay, so I had a horrible week last week. I went 4-10, and ten, but you know what? That's okay because MSU went 2-0, and I'll take – the imaginary lo- uh, losing. Ryan went six and eight. Definitely better than me, but still below five hundred. Yeah, still below five hundred. He's trying to dig himself out. I had such a bad week that now I'm forty three, forty two, and four, just head above my water. And Ryan is forty, forty five, and four. And you know, you're still in, and there's just the one week, but you could pull this off. Yep. Now we're gonna. Do the Big Ten tournament too? So I yeah. guess there's like two weeks. Yeah. Oh, well, um, we're gonna do the opening games, obviously, because right. Yeah. Okay. So, 
Um, Penn State's hosting Michigan State, who... Now, this was according to Vegas, because I know... I think Ken Palm had it differently. Yeah, they had Penn State if you were about one. Um, yeah, so that changes us a little bit. But Vegas has MSU minus one. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, MSU winning and covering. Yeah, I'm going to do that as well. Okay. <sighs> Rutgers. Hosting Maryland. Rutgers is one and a half point favorites in Vegas. Really, really want Rutgers to win this game for obvious reasons. Uh, I think Maryland's going to find a way to win, though, unfortunately. I'm going to take Maryland as well. Maryland plus one and a half. Okay. Iowa hosting Purdue. Two really smart fan bases. (laughs) I don't know why you laughed. They're really smart. They're really bright. Um, Iowa's five and a half. Point favorites. I think Iowa to cover that. I, I I just think it's a home game. Yeah, Iowa's been pretty money at home and Purdue, pretty not money away. All right, we have the exact same pick so far. Uh, Indiana is hosting the Golden Gophers. Indiana is a two point. Indiana is at home. They need to win. I I I think they're gonna win this game in the cover. I'll take Minnesota to differ. Because, let's be real, Minnesota still could beat them. It's hard to get a read on the Hoosiers, to be honest. Um, Wisconsin. 13-point favorites against Northwestern. Um, Wisconsin is home. I think Wisconsin to cover that. Actually, you know what? I'm going to take, I'm gonna take Nebraska. I mean, uh, Northwestern. I'm taking Northwestern, too. They've been playing people kind of close. And I've lost, like, all the picks against them. Um, you know, they're going to lose, probably. If they didn't, that'd be insane, though. Yeah. Because if we didn't bring it up. Northwestern won the, <laughs> the, the Battle of the Titans. Um, Nebraska also went 8 of 30 from the free throw Yeah, and it was just, like, literally they won because of the free throw line. Um, gosh darn it, Nebraska, come on. 8 for 30 is what I would shoot. Yeah. Like I might even be might even be better than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um Michigan, seventeen point favorites hosting Nebraska. Now they blew out Nebraska when they played Michigan hasn't played like garbage lately and that's super high. I'm gonna take Nebraska to cover that. Same. Um Michigan's definitely gonna win and they are probably gonna kill him, but they might kill him by sixteen. Okay, Ohio State's hosting the Illini. Ohio State's seven-point favorite. I'll take Illinois to cover that. God dang it, Ryan. <laughs> I'll take OSU. They've been like kind of killing good teams, too. Okay, Hoosiers hosting Wisconsin. Hoosiers are a one-point favorite. IU at home. I'll take, I'll take IU. I'm going to take Wisconsin, even though I really don't want them to win. Um, they've been playing pretty well. Purdue, hosting Rutgers. Purdue, four-point favorites. I'm going to take Rutgers to cover that. I'm taking Purdue. Mackey. I know it's not always that simple, but whatever. You said Rutgers, right? Yep. Okay. Go ahead. Northwestern at home against Penn State. Penn State, eight-point favorites. Give me Northwestern to cover that. Oh, this is a this is a hard one. Um, hmm. 
Oh, uh, dude, Northwestern as well. I don't know about that one. Northwestern has really been, like, making people work for it, but, like, still losing. But they did just come off of that championship victory, so they're feeling good. Okay, Michigan State. We I talked about this four point we favorites. Took Ohio State. I took them. To, I took MSU to win. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I, I took Ohio State to cover. Oh, you're right. We both picked Ohio State. Not because of jinxes or anything. It had nothing to do because of jinx. Seriously, it's not because of jinx. All right, Maryland is a four-point favorite against Michigan. Uh, that seems really low. I'm going to take Maryland to cover that. Hmm. <laughs> we didn't even talk about this game. We will here in a second. You said Maryland? You. Okay, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Michigan. Don't let me down. But you probably will. That would be a Michigan thing for you. Lose a game, that would be good for MSU. They did that like. They did that. They did that. They did that at IU. Yeah, like yeah, it was seven years ago. It was twenty thirteen. Yeah, and like it would have helped out Ohio State or something. It would have helped out. It would have. And Michigan State. No, it was just us. I'm pretty sure. It was just us because we, we would have had a three-way tie with Indiana. Well, then they've done it twice. Or, you know, they're just good at disappointing a whole it's millions what, it's of, what they do. Swaths of people. Okay. Minnesota ho- uh, hosting Nebraska, 14-point Give, me, give me Nebraska to cover that. That's high. I'm going to go Gophers. They're just going to go crazy. I'm also really picking against you a lot. So maybe I'll say the next thing first. Right, Illinois is hosting Iowa. Illinois, two-point favorites. Iowa all the way. I'll take Illinois to cover that. Okay. Um, this is turning into just us making picks, but I think me being 43, 42, and 4 verifies that I'm oh, yeah. pretty average. <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah. Do you have any single average friends? Let them know that I'm <laughs> Mr. Average is in town. <laughs> okay. I do want to pick, um, this is going to be weird, because we won't talk before this. If everything falls into place and we're still cheering for what could be an MSU shared conference championship or something, um, we're going to be sitting on Sunday having to watch Maryland-Michigan first. Yep. Probably. Yeah, they play at noon. So we're going to have to cheer for Michigan at noon, I'll root. I'll root for them if it gives you. I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna. The thing leave. is, is Michigan. Who are they? Yeah, a rival, but they're not in the running. They're not in the running. So, um, they're just a team that could help us out, right. as far as I'm concerned. Um, so we're gonna have to cheer for Michigan first. Hopefully, and, hopefully it doesn't come to that. And actually, and you know what? I'm gonna because root for them anyway. So outright. Yeah. 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 So yeah. no, we're cheering for Michigan on Sunday, but it's because. You know what? I'm going to say this. I'm cheering for Maryland to lose. Yep. I don't, I'm not rooting honestly, for I'm not wait, rooting who are for they even playing? Yeah, I don't who know, man. I don't know. I just hope that Maryland loses. Yes. Because the team they're playing is probably not important. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully Michigan State can win another big game. It would be an awesome way to end the season, especially what's, what they've been through. Um, is that all you had, Ryan? I think that covers pretty much everything. All right, guys. Well, huge week last week. Hoping they can uh, 
carry this momentum and then um, next Monday we'll have even more exciting sort of basketball news to go forward with. But um, I guess until then, go green. Go white.